The Good Neighbor Network, FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and online at WGNSRadio.com. This is the WGNS Action Line, talking with Rutherford County newsmakers about what matters most to you. Now your host, Bart Walker. Hey, good morning to you. Welcome into the Action Line from WGNS this morning. We are focusing on law and order in the heart of Tennessee, right here in Murfreesboro. And if you have a question dealing with law and order, or if you see something that concerns you, give us a shout. Uh, Talk or text, whichever you prefer. 615-893-1450 is our number. Murfreesboro Police Chief Michael Bullen is with us this morning. Michael, good morning to you. Good morning, Bart. Good to have you with us. Is it a little chilly out there? Yes, sir. I love this time of year. It is. It keeps you alert. The the skies are beautiful this time of the year. Uh, And also enjoying the cold weather is Captain Clayton Williams. Clayton, good morning. Good morning. How are you? This is a good motorcycle day, right? These were those days where you walked outside and <laughs> heading to work and you're you're like, oh man, it's here, you know. <laughs> but you, back in those days, you had gloves and heavy ch- jackets. What about uh, things like uh, security alarms? Do they help you? Uh, more lights? You need lights on? Those are always great ideas because I think that uh, when uh, I think uh, anybody. Uh, conducting any type of criminal activity are going to look at those things and probably be discouraged will it totally stop them no i think that the the biggest things to help uh, reduce yourself is lock your doors take your key fobs out of your car make sure that you don't have any items visible in the car to where uh, people will be uh, uh, have interest in and in getting into your vehicle i think those are always the always the big things and it's just so convenient nowadays to be able to walk up to your car with a fob in your pocket and open the door and start the vehicle or maybe put that key fob in your glove box or whatever and just never take it out and that that's not good that's not good because uh, i think uh, today's criminal element uh, goes in there they try to start vehicles just thinking that the fob may be in uh, close proximity uh, the gun thing is huge it's huge and uh, we're still seeing a lot of it which is really what shocks me is that i think a lot of cities have done uh, these campaigns about taking guns out of vehicles and we're still seeing a lot of it i was surprised to see a nearby police agency uh, reporting that they lost several weapons and some uh, different types of things that were left at a vehicle. Right. So, obviously, uh, nobody's immune from forgetting. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, just uh, remember if right. you're try to lock up, don't. Well, the best thing is don't leave those things in the car, period. Yeah, and uh, we always go back to uh, this as well. Uh, uh, we see that the individuals committing these crimes. Uh, typically are well organized they go into neighborhoods and they've got things planned out so if you see that activity going on uh, uh, ask that you don't confront that you call us immediately and then we will send resources out there and uh, it's a huge priority for us so we will get uh, uh, officers en route to your location uh, pretty quickly and uh, you know unfortunately we have had instances where homeowners have been uh, uh, have been shot at so uh, by really? these individuals so yes so so please and that that's not just this city I think other cities have experienced it as well so just just be careful when when you're uh, 
uh, going out late at night, maybe in your driveway, things like that, that uh, you just be observant. Like I said, please call us if you see anything. Okay. Now, are more and more people putting in these ring cameras and different cameras and getting pictures of people who are in the act? Yeah, they're huge. It's amazing how uh, have those have caught on. I remember a well-known TV show where basically the people on the show said, that's a bad idea, and now, <laughs> now look where it's at. Uh, uh, but, uh, yeah, see a lot of that. You see a lot of the uh, neighborhoods can invest in LPR technology. So you see a lot of different things going on, and those are all all uh, good ideas. I think uh, that uh, ring cameras have expanded to just other areas of the house. I think some companies are putting them in floodlights, things like that. So that's always uh, a good idea. Is it a, is it a fix-all? No, but it's definitely a, a part of it. And a lot of it is... Uh, if you do get victimized, it at least helps with the solvability aspect of it. It may help us uh, uh, develop a suspect or be able to make an arrest or place charges a lot sooner. Are these cameras getting more high technology, cleaner looking pictures? And Yeah, 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 definitely, definitely. Uh, when you look at all, any type of uh, technology, it's always improving, and it's pretty impressive the type of footage you can get from some of these systems. Uh, I know that uh, uh, one of the things that we have uh, been looking at and we've been talking about for a couple of years now, and it's kind of modeled after uh, some other cities, is uh, you know doing a real-time crime center to where we can have uh, uh, information, different technologies pumped into a specific room at the police department to where we can take uh, information, collect it real-time, and get it out to our officers on the road real-time. And that, that involves a combination of... Uh, uh, LPR technology, it includes uh, what we call public safety camera systems, which are basically just pole-mounted cameras. I think that uh, we've had them throughout the city. We have four right now that you see uh, that we tow with a vehicle and place in certain areas of concern. So uh, you'll see more of those permanently affixed, and then long-term you'll see us uh, start incorporating shots shot spotter technology into that uh, into that uh, real-time crime center. And what that does is it detects gunshots and it, it reports it to us immediately versus having to wait for a phone call, which sometimes may never occur or which is many times is delayed. So, Here's a, a listener's question. Uh, they said that they live in the uh, area off Las Casas Pike and they didn't notice this so much in years past, but they hear a lot of what sounds like gunshots in the middle of the night uh, and they've called the police a few times on those uh is there a outbreak of people just going out and shooting guns i don't think that there's an outbreak i think that it's kind of been here for a while and it's uh it's something that does occur now the challenge for us is in uh, our analysts and let, let me back up our analysts do a pretty good job so anytime we get a shot a uh, call of shots we send out people to investigate and of course if there's any evidence anything like that we collect it and then basically we uh, and I don't have those numbers in front of me but we basically have uh, we either confirm them or we mark them as probable or we uh, discount them as not being a gunshot so yes it's possible that that's what they're hearing and there again uh, if they hear something like that, feel free to call us, and we will send out people to investigate. Another thing that uh, I hear a lot of is uh, a lot of these exhausts on these vehicles. People have them geared up, and boy, some of them. Uh, I was leaving a restaurant on 96 West uh, after church 
the other day and there was a vehicle in front of me and of course i'm in my personal vehicle with my family uh so but uh he revved that thing up and pop sound like a gunshot and we're starting to see a lot of that with these exhaust systems and some of them are pretty repetitive and clayton's the car guy so he can kind of talk a little bit more about that <laughs> but 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 some of them I, I don't know what they're doing but but they, they sound like it's a uh, you know so it, it's more than just noise it backfires. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So exactly. that's the is that the latest thing backfires? I haven't I haven't yeah, heard since, those. Well, since a lot of things we can attribute that to since uh, since the, they did away with emissions testing, you know, there's no inspection of your muffler <clears throat> and exhaust system anymore. You know, so that really made a lot of people stay in compliance with uh, regulations, and it helped us out with the noise um, that came from vehicle exhaust. But once that went away there's nobody checking those things and so when you remove a lot of the those devices the whole point of them is to keep the sound level down um and and they want to uh but it's like like anything whether it be a a stereo or whatnot and i mean we were all young once and cars are a real big thing for for young people and they kind of wanted to stand out and be unique and unfortunately that's becoming what we're we would call a fad in that having these loud mufflers with uh, no exhaust and so um, we try to deal with that um, it's 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 not the easiest uh, thing to enforce but we try to inform our officers about it because it is just like what they said in the middle of the night if that's what's causing that it's really a community issue um, and we want people to be able to feel like they can not have to uh, worry about um, not worry about being interrupted when they're trying to sleep or during the daytime or whatever so um, it, it it's just one of those things it's it's community it's it we don't want that we don't want to be known for that you know it's it's so we take those things seriously and we're trying to make a dent in them with our traffic unit and our other officers letting them know about it so it's interesting that people are interested that they like to hear the engine backfire i the only thing i can associate that with when i was a kid was school buses <laughs> you, you do you ever remember a school bus going oh, especially man. down a hill it would start backfiring like yep. the, so yeah. that that's a cool sound now apparently so and clayton just showed me some numbers on his phone oh, sorry going back to the shots fire thing and i let it time out and uh i thought i was hinting my bad <laughs> I, di I didn't get that subtle uh, uh I, I can't do two things at once the uh yeah so the shots fired we have 140 something reported was yes. that in what a year or? yeah so this year um we've had 116 reported this year so far okay. And of those, how many confirmed? 90. 90, yeah, so. 160 and 90 confirmed. Where we actually went and found like, yeah. a shell casing or collected evidence. Yeah. Or had a witness that actually saw something. Yeah. Yeah. Now, the, the scary thing with this, uh, once the bullet is shot, it's got to come down somewhere. Exactly, exactly. What yeah. kind of damage, if you go straight up, what, what kind of damage could it do? Uh, damage roofs, things like that. Uh, and of course, you know, in the unfortunate event of somebody getting actually hit by uh, something like that, it's just uh, unconscionable. Uh, but uh, uh, you're right. Uh, and there's larger cities where where people do get hit. There's places that uh, suffer property damage because of activities like this. Uh, so it's just it, it's a it's a bullet. I mean, it's well, dangerous. You, you never yeah, think yeah, about yeah, 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 coming yeah. down yeah. being fast enough to hurt somebody. Right. But it could. You say. Right. Right. And you don't know what angles people are shooting at. Yeah. You don't know. You know that plays a role in it versus shooting straight up versus shooting at like a, a different trajectory. So it's just uh, you, you don't know. You don't know. 
And we do take them very serious because we want to collect that evidence so that we can utilize that in some of our other technology resources, like our Niven system and comparing those that where maybe they've used in other crimes. Um, and sometimes we're able to actually link those firearms back to where they were used in another crime and able to track people down that way. Uh, but And we also charge, I don't have the numbers of the charges, but even if somebody's just, you know, you hate to even say it with that, but horsing around, if you will, and just shooting a gun, if we can find out who that is, um, we, we charge several of those people with reckless endangerment because of the likelihood that it could, you know, hit someone that they're not intending to. Here's another question. This one's from a senior citizen who says, I've never had a gun, but I'm feeling uncomfortable at night. I live in a neighborhood that uh, I'm in an apartment, and I'm just hearing a lot of crime around me, see a lot of crime, and I'm looking for something to protect myself with. What should I do? Is there any type of weapon that you would suggest? There... I would never discourage anybody from gun ownership, but I will say this. If you're going to own a gun, you need to uh, talk to somebody who's uh, knowledgeable in the field of firearms and uh, get training, whatever you do. Make sure that you get some time with that firearm that you train, that you know the laws, that you know how to use it properly, and you you basically know the do's and don'ts of uh, firearms uh, ownership. That's important. I think a lot of times people buy it and uh, really don't put that kind of effort into it. And I just encourage whatever you do, there's plenty of businesses around here with good, knowledgeable instructors that are willing to uh, put on, well, in fact, a lot of them have on their websites where they put on one-day courses for beginners, for intermediate-level shooters, things like that. So I'd encourage whatever you do if you decide to get a firearm that you get that training and get that knowledge. So you can get the training where you buy the gun? It just depends on the business. But but I know that there's businesses in Murfreesboro that do that type of thing, and it's 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 not a bad thing. And I always, I always go back to uh, take the time, get your permit, uh, because that permit uh, – uh, might serve you well if you leave the state of Tennessee and you uh, run into states that have agreements uh, where they honor our permitting process. That's always a plus that, that, that you know that you're uh, carrying legally in other states uh, who, who honor our permit. So. Now, this person said that they have never had a gun, so they obviously don't know that much about them. Right. Is there a type of uh, gun that is better for somebody who just, you know, they, they're not good at aiming the gun? They're <laughs> They don't know how a gun safety. What would be the best weapon for them? There again, I would reach out to somebody who's knowledgeable, find a reputable dealer in town, and talk to them about your abilities, uh, what you're looking for, what you're trying to, uh, what you're trying to accomplish, and let them uh, be the one to advise you on that. There's so many options out there, and uh, you could probably start a long debate on what's best and what's not, <laughs> what's good and what's not good. So. There again, I just go back and, and talk to somebody who's uh, knowledgeable that can give you some good advice based on what your specific needs are. Here's an interesting question. This one says, are you having a lot of people uh, carrying their firearms now that there's a constitutional carry law? You see people carrying them, and I don't know. I mean, we saw people carrying them before. I don't know that I've seen a huge difference when I'm out and about. Uh, no doubt people are exercising that, but uh, a lot of people, even though you have that uh, constitutional carry, a lot of people still choose to uh, uh, conceal carry for 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 whatever reason. Uh, so we know people are are carrying guns. Have I seen a huge difference? I don't personally. I haven't, and. Uh, uh, 
like I said, uh, it's it's up to the individual, you know, how they want to carry, and uh, and uh, I think that there's still a lot of people out there that still choose to conceal carry. Here's another question. This one says, "Is there uh, are there requirements for target practice on your own property?" Where it, it would depend on where you live. Uh, I know that there's uh, concerns about discharging firearms uh, if you're in the city. So uh, uh, I would hope that you're not doing that in the city. But uh, you have to be careful too, because uh, for strict target practice, yes, yes, there there would be some concerns. Uh, and I, I guess I was going to kind of mention hunting because there's kind of some different things there, yeah. but 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 for the target practice part of it, yeah, that's yeah. Yeah, there's a yeah, yeah. like Chief said, there's several ranges around outdoor and indoor here yeah. uh, that you can use it in the city. That's uh, it's prohibited. Um, yeah. So uh, yeah, you would want to find somewhere where an approved indoor outdoor range and do that. Or. Or in, the, or in the county or somewhere. Or in the county where it's, where it's legal. Yeah. Yeah. So you can, if you're in the county, Well, well and all that, A lot of that depends. You know, are you close yeah. to houses? Are you close to schools? Because sure. the, the, your conduct could be construed as some type of reckless conduct if you're doing it in a way that's unsafe. So there again, it's just you just have to look at the facts and circumstances yeah. in the area that you're trying to use. This person's asking, uh, would, would shooting into a bale of hay uh, putting a target onto a bale of hay, if you live in the county, would that be uh, a good enough uh, protection to to catch the bullet? Personally, I, I can only speak <clears throat> personally. I think you need to have some kind of solid earth background uh, if you're going to do that type of activity. Uh, okay, so uh, put a berm or something behind. Yeah, it. yeah I think you need to have some or kind a hill. of. You had need to have some kind of solid. I'm not talking about just a tiny hill. Have something solid behind you to catch that bullet should you be off targets. It's just, yeah, yeah. I mean, you got to be safe when you're doing these things. And we're a growing county, and there's people that live in all parts of our county. Once you release that bullet, you can't call it back. So you yeah. need to make sure that you're, you're you're doing it in a safe manner. And I can, from that point, I can only say I would want something solid behind that backstop. Uh, as far as earthing, some type of earthing works. Obviously, a lot of interest in firearms. Here's another question. This one says, I've always heard that shotguns are some of the better things for protection, especially if you're not great at uh, shooting at a target. Uh, And they said, I just uh, am uneasy with a shotgun because they're so big. Do they have any small shotguns? Are there any shotguns that are pistols? Interesting question. Are there any? Things? Yeah, there's. You'd be amazed at the different products that are out there. You have uh, 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 items, uh, handguns that, uh, lack of better terms, that are geared towards shooting uh, uh, small shotgun type shells. You have. There's just so many things out there. Once again, I'd have to defer and say, hey, contact somebody that's reputable that has a large product line that could. Uh, explain the various uh, firearms capabilities, things like that, because there's, it's amazing what's out in the marketplace. And uh, yeah, I don't think it's a one size fits all for these type of items. So uh, definitely do your research. Yeah. 
Very good. Uh, maybe you just need one of those laser lights by itself. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody breaks into your house, put a laser gonna, light on them. I was going to suggest before we start, uh, that person, that German Shepherd that barks real loud is really effective, yeah. too. Yeah. That's, that's, that's a good point. <laughs> they may be more expensive than a gun. Could though. be. Could be. <laughs> We're going to pause for just a moment. We will be right back. If you have a question, whatever it might be about, give us a shout. 615-893-1450. Talk or text. You are in control. We're News Radio WGNS 100.5, 101.9, 1450. Online and on your phone at WGNSradio.com. Hi, this is Peter Demas. One of the things that we've done years ago is we've been able to do our orders like our pastas and many other items that we used to be able to put them in large pans. And now we have a catering team that will even deliver it to your home. We can drop it off for you, set it up, or they can come in and pick it up. Look up our catering menu on www.demasrestaurants.com. This is Peter Demas at Demas's Restaurant, 1115 Northwest Broad Street in Murfreesboro. Hi, this is Dan at Music World and Drummer's Den. Well, it turns out we have keyboards as well. We have Yamaha. We have beginner models up to ones that look good in your living room like furniture that, and all points in between traveling musician synthesizers and pianos. Well, what about drums? Do we have drums? We are Music World and Drummer's Den, 2762 South Church Street, across from Indian Hills Golf Course. We'll see sunny skies here this afternoon, a high in the low 50s. North winds are on 5 to 10 miles per hour. Tonight, mostly clear, a low near 25. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki on News Radio WGNS. Currently, it's 28. Good morning. Trying to finish up a couple of wrecks on I-40, especially westbound near Fessler's. Traffic's already heavy in that area. Coming in from the airport, they are headed towards downtown on 40 westbound. Coming past Spence Lane, still some volume out here on I-40 through Mount Julia. That's been in pretty good shape so far. Leaving Wilson County, headed towards Nashville. A little bit crowded on 24 westbound up through the Hickory Hollow area as that traffic continues to build in from Murfreesboro. Hey, Princess Hot Chicken is hiring at all locations. Check out that menu if you haven't been there in a while. Princess HotChicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. This is Sean Brown at Tire World on Broad Street. Did you know we specialize in commercial and fleet business? We're equipped to handle all of your company's automotive needs. Download our Tire World app today for free oil changes and electronic coupons. Come by today for all of your automotive needs. Online at TireWorld.us. We're loud. We're proud. We're blue. WGNS AM and FM. Your home for the Middle Tennessee Blue Raiders. We are back again, 615-893-1450. We're talking law and order this morning, 615-893-1450. And with us from the city of Murfreesboro, Murfreesboro Police Chief Michael Bowen is with us, along with Captain Clayton Williams. And between the two of them, we have uh, just about all the answers. And uh, (laughs) if they don't have the answers... They have cell phones, and they'll reach out and find some other answers. That's right. I was—I hate to say—I was sort of surprised at the number of uh, gun shots that you have been inspecting 
Uh, I'm more surprised with the number that turned out to be real. Because mm-hmm. uh, you usually hear people say, oh, I heard gunshots last night in my community, and it turns out to be fireworks or something. Or mm-hmm. uh, the latest trend is, which I hadn't even heard this trend, of backfiring yeah. people who want their cars or trucks to backfire, who want them yeah. to. Yeah. That's cool. Apparently, uh, it seems to be trending. I don't know if it's cool. I mean, I don't, but it seems to be trending. That's for and sure. Again, how many shots uh, do you have that handy? One sixteen so far this year. And how many were real? Ninety that we have been able to confirm. That that's a lot. I mean, that's it's. it's it, I would have thought thirty or forty had been confirmed out of that, but that's the majority. It is. Yeah, and, yeah, and I kind of go back uh, to where we were at the beginning of the show. Uh, uh, we try to uh, identify specific areas where this is occurring more often than not and uh, a lot of the technology and I just kind of emphasize that uh, some of this technology has been put up already as far as the LPR type technology and uh, you'll see more uh, coming down the road as far as the public safety camera systems a lot of times we get uh, uh, we get these reports of shots fired but there's uh, lack of witnesses, lack of uh, evidence uh, other than whatever uh, evidence may be left from the firearm itself. So uh, as far as video evidence, things like that, we're going to try to do a better job of collecting uh, stuff like that. So in uh, some areas, you'll see these public safety camera systems going up and just uh, they're, they're pole mounted camera systems and they're basically uh, everything is contained on that particular poll so we don't download it we don't upload it and our role our rules internally for access and that information is if we have a crime that's within uh, eyesight for lack of better terms of that camera uh, then we uh, pull that evidence and uh, we uh, uh, try to solve the crimes based on what we receive on that uh, so it's not just a uh, random system to where we go up and just uh, look for random, random type events. We uh, basically go in there and when we're investigating, investigating a particular crime, we get that information from that system. And then, of course, after so many days, and I forget how many exactly it is, it'll it'll basically, there again, I'm going to use non-technical terms, it'll basically record over itself and that, that the information will go away. Now, here's a question from Alicia who's saying... Uh, that on your website, isn't there a map that shows where a lot of crimes are reported? And they're wondering if the areas where you see the most gunshots reported that are confirmed, are they seeing more armed robberies? I don't know if there's a direct link between the shots fired and armed robberies because the shots fired there, I mean, they're, we're seeing that they're scattered, but in the sense there is a concentrated area. And I want to speak to what Chief was saying there. And, and yes, that when you, I don't want you to think that we don't consider that same number being a lot. And that's was the whole impetus behind starting this real time crime center between <clears throat> the uh, violent crimes that we were having and these shots fired. We understand that that's just kind of a, a thing that it for the last couple of years, we've, we've seen them. It's not this year has been more crazy or last year. It's just, it's here and more and more guns and more and more people using firearms and guns to uh, commit crimes. So that was the whole reason to get this uh, real-time crime center up and going so that we can have the most tools and most resources available in order to try to we we can't always prevent it but if we can bring people to justice you know i mean it's we can't be everywhere all the time but if we can have an extra set of eyes and extra pieces of tools to be able to solve these things and 
through some of that in prosecution, hopefully we can then for then prevent them by deterring people from coming here and committing those kind of acts. Right, and I probably should have been a little more clear on this. This stuff has been happening since I, I was on the road. And uh, the, the, the thing about now, what makes now different is uh, the, the things that are out there that will help us uh, combat these type of issues, uh, stuff that wasn't available years ago, and some of this stuff wasn't even available a few years ago. So it's uh, a lot of new technology and a lot of new ways to combat, combat these things. It's always existed in some form or another. Uh, so, but right now, like, like I said, we're in a position now to address it and uh, more effectively and, and put some things out there to help. And one of the big things is the shot spotter technology. Uh, it doesn't require somebody to call it in. It's a, it's a system that will basically uh, detect a gunshot. It'll geolocate it. It'll push it out to the officers in the field, and they can respond to those locations as they, as they occur without having to wait for a phone call. Uh, a lot of now, times, how does that, you, you said it, it detects if there's a gunshot and confirms that that is, I guess, the sound it, it, of it? It doesn't confirm that it's a gunshot, but it sounds that or either gunshots or sounds that are similar because there will be some there there will be some false uh, type of sounds, no doubt, a backfire or something like that, a firework might activate it. But uh, the, the goal is for it to uh, uh, give us access to... Uh, uh, information involving shots fired calls a lot quicker you'll find that a lot of times uh, it can be a day or two before people report incidents mm-hmm. uh we actually saw one on the media and uh the individual had never called us and but it was on the media and we're like hey give us a call next time this happens and uh and so, and, and there's different reason for delays in reporting. I think uh, there's a there's a lot of uh, concern about reporting, especially uh, depending on the neighborhood you live in. So hopefully, with some of these camera systems, uh, maybe we can take that burden off people and, and obtain that information on our own without having to having to talk to people. So these cameras have microphones on them also. So is that where you're getting the no 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 no, the no, sound? no 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 the the the, the shot spotter technology and the camera technology are two different things two different things yeah the camera the shot spotter technology doesn't record uh any kind of uh, visual type things it's just basically sound based and like i said it covers a small area but we have been able to identify just a few square miles within the city where we'll be placing those and uh how far away can you hear though i mean is it miles or is it blocks or where you you'd be in the you'd be in the blocks uh, okay type, yeah and, and of course a lot of that's going to depend on atmospheric conditions things like that you know other type noise uh, so so it's a new technology you can you can uh, research it online it's it's been out for a while different a uh, couple of, uh, different companies are getting into it and the big thing is like i said it gets it to us uh, more in real time than it does having to wait for calls which are sometimes delayed by hours or days or just even minutes uh, can make a difference in in our response good morning you're on wgns how are you today i'm good right now and i'm so happy to see what y'all have done in Alley. That has been such a mess over through there. You can't get through cars in the street. They won't move over for you. They won't be talking. They keep talking. So please, I thank y'all for doing that. That that was a hassle. Thank you. Yes, sir. Thank you. 615-893-1450. 
Uh, here's a text. The person says, would you give us those numbers again on the shots fired? That they're, they're, he, Evidently, he must have tuned in and just heard the end of that. I don't want it's, I don't That's want our to miss. most popular segment. The sure. Information. So 2023 yeah. so far, we've had 116 reports of shots fired. And then 90 of those are confirmed. Wow. And that's 23, not 22. 19. That's calendar year 23. 23. Okay. All righty. Is that like starting in July 1st of 22? No, that January 1. January. Okay. I'm sorry. Okay. All right. So this is up to today, year to date for 20. Uh, I got this. I think I brought this with me last time we were last month when we were on the show, just in it case didn't, it didn't get this kind of response. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> That's right. And the, there again, uh, uh, a lot of this discussion is uh, some of the things that will be uh, uh, going out into uh, into neighborhoods. And I think uh, we've already gotten a couple questions about the LPR technology. So when you see these type of technologies, that's kind of the uh, the approach we're taking to combat in some of these issues the the lpr technology that's kind of more widespread but i, I know that a lot of people uh, are starting to see that technology and it's pretty common and i know that there's a lot of people concerned about privacy issues when it comes to uh certain types of technology and I, I'm, I'm very sensitive to that and i know staff is very sensitive to that so that's why we're pretty uh, limited on who can access our systems as far as actual staff at the police department and what that information can be used for and fortunately too there are laws that regulate on how long we can keep information and what we have to do with it after a certain period of time but at the end of the road it's 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 very effective technology and it uh, uh, when you find that there are certain groups of individuals uh, whether they be from uh, uh, our community or outside communities, uh, you'll find that uh, you have small organized groups uh, uh, committing crimes. The sooner we can incarcerate them, get them locked up, the better off uh, we are. And we also know, too, that uh, at some point somebody will come in and fill the void that they've left. But uh, uh, it's it definitely, at least if we can make quick arrest, solve case quickly, at least it'll uh, provide some immediate relief in some of these areas. You mentioned about the LPRs, the license plate readers. Those are very much in the news these days. In fact, I heard uh, the other day on this station, uh, a a nearby agency had made a pretty significant uh, arrest using LPR technology. Right. Uh, Are you finding that beneficial here? Uh, do you have many of the LPR readers, and uh, h- how are those placed? Are they on police cars? Where are they? So, so they're, we're new to the game when it comes to uh, LPR technology. A lot of what you're seeing going up right now, the, the, the real-time crime center that we talk about is a work in progress, so it's actually being developed as we speak. So uh, the, the first component of it, uh, the first visible component, it was the LPR technology. So you are seeing it starting to show up. Uh, I think I have 50-something cameras. We have 40-something uh, set up. And then it, it's it's beneficial not just from the criminal aspect. Uh, I think uh, early on uh, we had a silver alert that we were uh, 
uh, that uh, it hit on the vehicle and we were able to locate a person from that. So there's there's different things that can be used for other than just criminal activity as far as locating missing endangered people. Uh, like I said, the silver alert was a big one. So, and, and there again, uh, keep in mind that we still, it's vehicle information. It's not personal information on the individuals that gets collected. It's just the vehicle tag numbers, that type of things. Our guest this morning, Murfreesboro Police Chief Michael Bowen, along with Captain Clayton Williams, both from the Murfreesboro Police Department, will be back in just a moment. Money issues? There's someone local you can talk to. Financial Coaching Radio with certified financial planner Jason Qualls. Weekdays at 4 on News Radio WGNS. There's so many things that you can do at Adams Place. My name is Carrie Shannon. I probably spend more time in the library or reading a book and that kind of thing. And I've never seen anything as good as Adams Place. And you feel like you're in a beautiful hotel and a very nice library. It's just a really beautiful place. I'm Terry Deal. Call me for more information about Adams Place, located at 1927 Memorial Boulevard, across from Walmart. Call Adams Place today at 615-904-9111. Hi, this is Mike Cutter. I am the owner of the award-winning family-owned home care agency, Honey Hill Home Care. Are you or a loved one in need of a reliable, compassionate caregiver? We take the time to match our experienced caregivers with your family member to ensure a comfortable and lasting bond. With us, you can have peace of mind knowing your loved one will receive exceptional assistance, monitoring, and companionship from a trusted caregiver they can rely on. Honey Hill has been the trusted source for home care for hundreds of families in Rutherford County over the last seven years. Learn more at HoneyHillHC.com. If you're looking for an authentic relationship with financial experts who genuinely care about your unique needs, Capstar Bank is for you. Capstar Bank is dedicated to the people of this community. Capstar Bank wants to help you reach your financial goals. Because at Capstar Bank, you matter to us. Capstar Bank, 2230 Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard, capstarbank.com, member FDIC, equal housing lender. WGNS talks about all things local. It's Rutherford Issues with Brian Barrett. Weekday mornings at 10 on WGNS, AM, FM, and online. With growth comes crime. And we have growth. Murfreesboro Police Chief... Michael Bowen with us, along with Captain Clayton Williams. You were talking about cameras being placed and things of that because it's helping you to see where crime has happened, where you have more opportunities for crime, where there's more incidences of crime. Uh, the square uh, has a lot of activity. Uh, not crime, but right. there's a lot of people. Right. right. It's amazing how the square has just become the center of activity. Oh, it has been. It, yeah. d- d- driving through last Yesterday. night, I, it was just, it, it, and it was great to see uh, just all the people up there visiting and uh, and all the kids and, uh, you know, just uh, it's, a, it's a good thing. Uh, and, of course, uh, talking about the Christmas break and that's fixing to come up and just a lot of things. Uh, that really is a center for a lot of activities. It, it, we are so fortunate to have a square like we have. Right. And, and I want to say thank you to Murfreesboro Police because we've had uh, situations on the square right. that could potentially be bad, uh, you know, could create issues. 
but the heavy police presence has uh, kept it away. I mean, we have not had those problems. Right, right. And uh, even yesterday, there was a heavy police presence on the square. <laughs> right. And uh, definitely uh, love seeing these community activities and we want to make sure that they're they're safe environments uh, for everyone. And, uh, you know, I, I'm still backing up to what we were saying during the break about the Christmas parade and the years that uh, you all managed it. And, uh, and my wife. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm not, I can't take credit uh, for any of that. I got you. I got you. And just uh, how that has evolved over time and uh, kind of where it is now. So a lot of good things, a lot of positive things. And uh, like I said, we're a growing city. I, I know that when we look at things, we talk about crime, we talk about issues. Uh, but uh, I think proportionately, you know, when you have population increases, of course, you're going to see your incidents go up. Yeah, but but at the end of the day, it's still a great city, still a lot of lot of positive things. And just uh, like anything, it's just uh, things you'll have to work through, find solutions, and uh, uh, keep making it a great pe- place for people to want to come live and, and visit and work. And it's, uh, I tell you, it's, it's been a great place for me and my family and uh and uh, been blessed in so many ways. Uh, so, now you mentioned with one of the things with the real time crime center that that you're doing is is you're placing cameras in places where sometimes they're obvious, so that people will see them, and they'll think, "Hey, I don't want to do a crime here because it'll be." Caught on camera. Yeah, yeah, and that's a logic that a lot of people have. But really, the the, the big uh, logic behind the camera is solvability. It, it's it's more the solvability as far as the prevention. It gives you uh, what you need in a lot of instances to be able to uh, develop uh, suspects, things like that. So um, that's from most places that we talk to. Uh, where we visited, we visited a couple of cities, and that that they said the biggest thing for them is solvability. And like I said, when you have uh, uh, identifiable, uh, like uh, if you have a particular group coming in from wherever and burglarizing vehicles, and you can identify uh, suspects in that group of individuals, uh, a lot of that evidence that you may be able to collect could hopefully uh, help put an end to their activities. So uh, think of it more as a solvability type uh, tool. Now, with Murfreesboro now having a real-time crime center, are you getting input from the public when they see things? Is that going into it, or how does that work? So basically, this is technology-based. Of course, any type of uh, uh, witness calls or any type of telephone calls uh, coming into the to the uh, department will follow the same traditional routes that they've always followed. Uh, this is, like I said, this bypasses any type of human contact as far as reporting. It's strictly technology reporting directly towards us. It, it doesn't involve that human components, which makes it a little bit more efficient as far as getting to us in a more timely manner. Very good. So that that's the main thing is input from the public. When you see something, don't keep it a secret right right especially especially like i said i go back to the whole auto burglaries and the vehicle thefts just be real careful with that and just really if you see individuals uh walking in your neighborhood because i think a lot of times we're used to the individual walking through the neighborhood 
breaking into cars. But now, like I said, these are organized groups of individuals. It's not just one person. It's uh, individuals that have a plan. It's a group of individuals that may be placing cars out there that they can get to should they get caught or should, should for some reason, uh, they be uh, encounter us. It's, it's highly organized, and uh, it's a lot more lot more uh, involved than just uh, the what we're used to seeing. Now, we're almost out of time, but I have a question here saying that I'm not seeing uh, or hearing as much about shots uh, and people getting shot and killed as uh, we were going through a spell of a lot of that. What did you do to curb that? So, uh, have you got our... We only have about uh, 20 seconds, too. <laughs> I should have... So, so uh, I think... He's looking at numbers right now. Ten so, and eleven. So we're right about where we're at last year, as far as uh, uh, homicides. Yeah. So how many do we have? Eleven. Eleven. Yeah. That's a lot. You'll find, you'll find that uh, year to year we see different uh, trends behind homicides, and this one was kind of uh, unusual. We saw more domestic type uh, incidents, yep. uh, a little more than what we've seen in the past. So. Uh, as far as that goes, we can share more information. I'll be glad to bring Lieutenant Abbott on next time where we can talk about some of the violent crimes and uh, the trends that we're seeing. But uh, they differ They differ over time. And uh, like I said, it's a little, di- a little different this year in what we're seeing. We want to thank you both for joining us this morning. Uh, we've been talking law and order here in the heart of Tennessee, Murfreesboro Police Chief Michael Bowen, along with Captain Clayton Williams from the Murfreesboro Police Department. Thanks for joining us. Have a great day. Thanks, Bart.